0: You've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Check out our website at www.corlissbarfield.com. Most importantly, subscribe to the Corliss Barfield YouTube channel as we continue to promote content associated with property managers, specifically those of you that are licensed community association managers. I spoke at an event yesterday, and I drew a question that I felt was important enough. I wanted to share it with you. I want you to think about the perilous experience as a property manager when one of your properties is applying for new property insurance. The valuation process, the application process, and the post-loss underwriting that takes place in these cases makes that exercise between the insurance company, the insured, and the LCAM a really common place for issues and litigation. You don't want that. And so you're going to continue to listen to our podcasts, watch our video blogs and read on the Corliss Barfield blog about how you can reduce the risks associated with your management of these properties. In fact, it's reducing your risk and it's reducing your stress. So maybe you don't wake up in the middle of the night wondering if the information that application is going to put you in a deposition two years from now. How is it that I came to know this particular issue? Well, I'll explain that in just a moment, but let me just give you a roadmap of some of the things we're going to talk about. I'd like to talk to you about this idea of how it is you document the activity associated with your properties, You know, if there's damage or issues associated with repairs or losses that insurance companies will usually look at. I'm going to talk about that. We're also going to talk about how to document the condition of the property at important times, both before and after you apply for new insurance. And the third thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about the role of the licensed community association manager or property manager, as I'm going to call them going forward. The role of the property manager when you're... Property owners, the homeowners association or the condo board is applying for insurance. What should the role of the LCAM or property manager be? Uh, we're going to talk about that. And then the last thing is honesty is always the best policy in applications. And I think you probably know what happens if you're not. Let's begin by the very first topic I mentioned, and that is the idea of how it is a property manager participates in documenting the condition of the property. Well, this comes from my experience as a property insurance lawyer at Corliss Barfield. Prior to 2010, so we're talking about 10 years ago, I had spent the preceding 15 years representing some of the largest insurance companies in the world in both the Eastern and Western Hemisphere. During that time period, I had the benefit of reviewing literally thousands of claims over time litigating hundreds of them if not thousands of them you would see areas where there was always a whole bunch of discovery activity if a particular property especially those with multiple buildings and being owned or run by a volunteer board does that sound like one of your clients i bet it does and I'm telling you that we saw so much litigation associated with the application process, we were chronically seeing property managers being thrown under the proverbial sinkhole, blaming them for the manner in which the insurance was established. And and having seen that, what we've done now over the last 10 years, now representing exclusively policyholders, especially policyholders that are insuring multiple building multi-owner properties run by volunteer boards we have figured out some tricks of the trade that will preserve everyone's liability in the future so this idea i'm first talking about is how is it that your property owners are documenting the damages that happen on a regular basis if you're on one of these boards for example i suspect You've seen situations where you have especially aggressive unit owners and they're chronically complaining about some condition on the property. It could be water that's leaking onto the property. It could be holes that are opening up near a retaining wall. It could be cracks in a driveway. It can be some of these things that while they're noxious, they're just minor. But the real issue here is whether you're documenting damage in the records of the association by addressing only major issues, the important thing is that you do it in a consistent way. And the reason for that is that you gotta understand the primary reason you're documenting and reporting all of these things is not just for the, the immediacy of it, meaning that if there is a water leak because someone has left a HVAC pan to become rusted, and then when the water leaks out, it creates giant crop circles of the people living underneath, One of the reasons why you're documenting it in a consistent way is so that future homeowners on this board will have a more objective understanding as to what may have been happening in that unit at that location and because of that peril. If you aren't consistent with how you put those together, you are going to create a lot of ambiguity. And within ambiguity is opportunity if an insurance company gets a particular claim. And so here's one thing that you need to do. If you are going through an application process for insurance, it is strongly recommended, especially if it's a property involving multiple unit owners, that the unit owners pay for an appraisal, which is not an appraisal of damages or valuation, but it's called an insurance appraisal. And it may cost a couple of hundred bucks or even more, but here's the point of it. The insurance appraisal becomes the responsibility of the author to properly document the value of the property to be insured as well as the potential costs associated with certain perils. If for example, you're living in an area where there's a lot of water nearby in Florida, of course, everywhere, you've got to have an understanding that you have the the correct insurance for the correct amount meaning that you want to be careful, as we've just discovered in one of our claims, that a very large retaining wall on the property between this property and another property is is failing. And as a result of that, we have a situation where we've discovered that is not covered under the insurance policy. Sometimes what you'll see are buildings that are underinsured example we had a claim where the pool was a total loss the sinkhole repair blew out the pool now what the real issue here was yes the insurance company vis-a-vis the property manager and the insurance agent had applied for a certain amount of insurance and while the repairs to the pool were more than hundred and seventy five thousand dollars there was a cap for how much insurance there was for the pool at $30,000, which didn't even cover the cost of the pump. And so you want an appraisal document, an insurance appraisal, which is going to identify all of the property that needs to be insured, plus they're going to be taking taking a position as to how much it would cost to repair those individual pieces. And then you are able to use that document by going to an insurance agent and say, I need you to prepare this process, this application for insurance based upon these premises that you need to include these things and that the coverage needs to have a minimum amount. Do not assume, you property manager, that the agent is going to be the area, the person who's gonna get that area of expertise. They probably won't, And but I can tell you if something goes wrong, During the application process, if you don't in fact have enough insurance, I can tell you they're going to be looking at you. And so if you as the property manager are using these tools, for example, in a property appraisal for value, then you can say if someone asks you, why did you do it the way you did it? You've got an answer. But I can tell you most of the time when people don't do this and there's a loss and they find out it's either not insured or underinsured, they're going to ask, they're going to go back in time and find out when it was that you were involved in the claim. And they want to know what role you had in answering these questions. So you're going to have these things already put in your file. And so the idea here is. You're really documenting in the file what the role of the property manager was during that process. And so no one can say that they relied upon you for answering some of these questions. Now, honesty. Let's talk about honesty. Honesty is such a lonely word, but it is so imperative when you are filling out any kind of insurance application. Here's the little trick they don't tell you. Let's say you're the property manager and someone asks you to help them complete the application. That seems like a reasonable thing for them to ask you to do, or they'll come to you as the property manager and tell you to bring in a certain number of potential insurers or deal with certain brokers who may represent multiple insurers, all of that. But remember, you're gonna have your plan and it's going to be, I'm going to give you the names that I found, but I'm not recommending one over the other. But it is very important that you tell the insured that completing the application as honestly as they can is essential. And that's because there is a watershed of litigation right now that I'm working on involving working with property managers and homeowners associations where insurance companies will come in and they will ask for Literally dozens of categories of documents once you notify them of any kind of claim. And our experience has been they're even asking for documents associated with the building before they insured it. We have one right now where the insurance company is asking for 39 categories of documents. I mean, we're talking about more categories of documents than flavors at Baskin Robbins. And these guys are asking for. Information that if it were so material to them, why weren't they asking us about that when we applied for the insurance? And so they're going back through all this information because you see, when you turn in that application, it just goes in a manila folder, digitally or otherwise. And as it sits in that folder, no one reviews it. And more importantly, no one verifies the information that's in it. They just believe you. Well, When you make a claim, guess what they do? They get that folder back out and they start looking at that application. In fact, there was an insurance company about six years ago that got hammered in a class action lawsuit because what the insurance company would do is every time an insured would make a claim, they would take the application out, they would drive over to their house and sit there and ask them every single question and they would record it. Every single question on the application. And if you as an insured or a property manager gave an answer that's not the same as the one on the application, you immediately got a letter that said that you misrep the claim, misrep the app, we're out. We don't have to insure you. And there's a statute six two seven four zero nine. We know it, I, I work so much with that I've considered getting it tattooed on my left arm. And it's because these insurance companies literally have lawyers. If you go on their websites, they tell you how far they will they will dig into an insured in order to find evidence that they misrep the app. You're not going to be involved in that because you're going to give honest answers. And honest also means documented. So if you're going to make comments about some incident that happened in one of the units or in one of the buildings You wanna do it in an objective way. You wanna report it accurately but dispassionately and don't let individual crazy unit owners put whatever they want into the record. You need to try and keep this stuff objective so it'll be valuable not just to you but to people in the future. We're going to continue to support these individual property managers who are facing issues like this and we also provide at our expense services to the property managers to help them address some of these issues. And they can then use that training for their continuing education courses here in the state of Florida. If you are interested in these things, if you're a property manager and you're interested in learning more about our training that we can provide to you, again, completely on the house, this is how we meet so many of the property owners that we've represented, is by developing a relationship with these property managers, supporting them, And then when their clients have losses like the ones that we handle associated with just about anything, fire, water, sinkholes, whatever, then they know that they have a resource in us. You've got Ted Corliss with the Corliss Barfield Trial Group. Be well.